to episode number 43 of the Down South Photo Show. Uh, I would like to thank everyone who has subscribed, liked, followed, done all that cool stuff that gets us uh, shared around the place. Uh, really enjoying your feedback as well with the comments below. Uh, both Cam and myself uh, enjoy uh, answering those, uh, those questions and we enjoy the chatter. And as we've been saying for the last few episodes now, it feels like a little bit of a community that we've built here on the Down South Photo Show. Now, for those of you who are pretty switched on, you will notice that I am on my lonesome for the uh, Down South Photo Show episode number 43. Um, you'll also probably notice because if you're on YouTube or, on, or if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll notice that this is a shorter episode of the Down South Photo Show, mainly because our good friend Cam is... Off and away, he's uh, doing a photography workshop in the beautiful Flinders Ranges. Now, I say beautiful Flinders Ranges because I've never actually been there, and it is definitely on the bucket list. So I'm a wee bit jealous of the uh, five foot two Tasmanian with the flared pants um, heading off to the Flinders Ranges and doing a workshop over there. Uh, it is something that I would definitely love to do. And by the looks of the photos that he's been pinging me, over the last few days, I've got every reason to be jealous. But that's okay. Uh, as I say, we're just going to do an abbreviated episode of the Down South Photo Show for our loyal listeners. It won't be quite the same because Cam's not here. So if you want to give up now, maybe join us next week. That's totally fine. You can do that. I won't be offended. Uh, let me know if you've listened further than this point, though. Um, my background. I'll see. Now, we've had some feedback about our backgrounds, and that is from uh, number one ticket holder, Mel, who doesn't like the fact that we're in the way of our backgrounds. We've got to do this and duck and weave and get out of the way. I'm doing it anyway, Mel, bad luck. This is my home beach. This is Ocean Grove Beach. And, <coughs> excuse me. And I thought I would put this one up because this is probably the most winterish photo I have of Ocean Grove Beach. A um, couple of reasons I like this photo, and sorry for the, those of you listening and not looking on the tubes. Uh, I love the, the fence that runs along here. Uh, that now has wire on it, by the way. They re-put re the wire up. It used to be just these posts, but now it's got the wire up. Uh, I also love the cloud formation too. My beach is awesome because uh, it changes so dramatically from day to day, depending on the tides and the swells and all that sort of stuff. This is actually a pretty straightforward photo. It was done obviously in low light, but um, it was uh, the composition pretty much made itself with your awesome leading lines and a few of the light rays bursting through at the back there. So uh, for those of you who haven't been down to the southwestern coast of Victoria, um, we've got some really nice spots for photography, particularly at this time of year. Don't be put off by the fact that it's uh, bulldust degrees and uh, you can't really uh, feel your fingers when you go out and take photos at the moment. Um, no excuses, folks. Come down and see us uh, if you can, if you're able to come down our way, drop in, say hello at uh, Ocean Grove Camera and Photo, where I am as well. Um, I thought uh, one of the main reasons I got on uh, on my own tonight to talk to you guys uh, was so I could say hi to Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Um, Chelsea's an avid listener of the show, so uh, I'm sure that she's uh, there with open ears um, at Shell Maybell on Instagram. Look her up. She'd love a follow from you. Um, but of course, the main topic of discussion at the moment is our camera giveaway, which is the Nikon D 
5100. I've got to look every time because I always forget what model it is. It's a Nikon D5100. This is my old landscape uh, camera. Uh, don't worry that it's old. It still works beautifully well. 16 megapixels of Nikon goodness. Flip screen on the back. Um, it's got the Sigma 10 to 20 lens that comes with uh, to whoever wins this camera will get that as well. I'll make sure there's a memory card in it for you. I'll make sure you've got the battery charger and I'll make sure it's got a little carry case. So it's a great little um, kit to get someone uh, into some landscape photography. So um, either yourself or if you've got a friend, maybe a youngster who might be keen on landscape photography but can't afford to drop some coin on a new camera. Let's see if they can win one. That'd be really cool. So uh, how do you win it? Well, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is follow us on YouTube and um, you also have to follow us on one of our social media platforms, either Facebook or Instagram. And what we would like you to do is leave a comment below uh, this video or leave a comment on our Instagram or our Facebook page and tag someone who might be interested in picking themselves up this digital SLR. Um, as I say, great camera. It's taken, took that photo behind me. It's taken um, loads of photos. Uh, in fact, I'll be a little bit sad to see it go, but I've got too much gear and I feel bad that it's just sitting here doing nothing when it could be in the hands of someone who wants to advance their landscape photography. Um, so yeah, tag away, um, mention us to uh, friends or family members who might be interested in winning themselves a camera. I will talk about that again a little bit later on. Um, I also had two other uh, points for discussion tonight. Uh, one is a little bit left field because um, it's, it's close to my heart, but it's uh, something that you may not have thought of. Um, at the moment, I'm getting a lot of requests at uh, my shop, Ocean Grove Camera and Photo for disposable cameras. That's right, film cameras that you take the photos, 27, 36 exposures, take the film out and throw it in a hole in the ground. Um, I'm really disappointed that these cameras are still a thing. They talk about uh, your classic single use plastics, um, terrible option. So if you've got um, a kid's camp where, and this is where I get asked from the most, is, is, is parents have got children heading off to school camps and things like this, where they're allowed to take a film camera, but they're not allowed to take anything digital. Um, so people come in looking for disposable cameras, which I understand because they were a thing for so long, particularly for all the people that are now parents. And, you know, back in the, uh, in the 80s and the 90s, the disposable cameras were definitely a thing. But as I say, they are absolutely abhorrent for the environment. Um, they are built with one use in mind, and that is to be thrown in the bin when they're done with. So um, the alternative is um, we, we make available um, their, their reusable cameras. So Kodak, for example, have a range of reusable film cameras uh, that you can actually take your photos. And instead of throwing the thing away, you actually reload it uh, with more film, just like the old days. So um, keep that in mind, folks. If you, if you want to get your hands on a camera and you can't use your phone or a digital camera, uh, please, if you can, avoid uh, disposable cameras and avoid anywhere that um, sells disposable cameras because uh, they ain't no good, are they, really? Um, we're trying to get away from single-use plastics as much as possible. And for one, I think my industry could be doing a hell of a lot more to... Um, to help protect our environment. So a uh, small rant. The other thing I wanted to briefly talk about tonight, um, and again, it's gonna be a short episode, but that's cool. 
was what you should be looking for if you're looking to get into the uh, world of digital photography, particularly with an SLR, but you want to go secondhand. The great news is there are so many cameras, just like the one we're giving away, for example, um, that you can pick up um, places like eBay or um, uh, Gumtree and things like that, Facebook Marketplace, that sort of stuff. But a lot of people ask me, well, what should I go for? My general advice is to not um, spend, for a secondhand SLR that's going to take a really good photo and um, deliver everything you want to deliver, don't spend anything more than about 500 bucks on something like that. Um, and look for obviously one of the mainstream brands, Nikon, Canon, Olympus, Sony, uh, Panasonic, these guys. Um, mainly because a lot of people, when they buy their first digital SLR, will upgrade it and they'll get a camera that's got more megapixels or faster shutters or uh, Wi-Fi and all this sort of stuff. And all this stuff that you really don't need when you're shooting landscapes. So, for example, the Nikon D5100 or the D3100, the D3000, D5000, fantastic cameras to get you started uh, with your, um, particularly in landscape, as I say. Uh, to get you started in landscape. If you want to get away from using your phone or from a compact digital camera and do want to dip your toe in the world of SLR photography. Of course, the other upside of going secondhand is there are also a billion lenses out there. So uh, again, this comes back to recycling, I guess, and, and you're doing the planet a favor if you, if you buy secondhand as well. So it'd be really cool if you, um, if anyone's got any questions about secondhand cameras, hit me up in the comments below. Uh, even if you're looking at a model that you might be interested in buying on uh, good old Flea Bay or on Gumtree or somewhere like that, um, and you want to run it past me first, happy to help you out. Uh, it doesn't benefit me financially in any way. It's free advice. I'm happy to uh, steer people in the right direction. Of course, the one downside, or a couple, there are a couple of downsides, of course, with buying secondhand, and the main one being that you don't really know what the camera has done. So my recommendation when you're buying secondhand is to ask the seller. You can pay for the camera up front, but ask the seller if you could um, check the, give the camera a once-over for maybe a week and um, before you decide to keep it. I think that's only fair, particularly with secondhand cameras. Um, I'd recommend you do that mainly because... Uh, there'd be nothing worse than spending $500 on a secondhand digital SLR only to get the thing and realise that it's got a big scratch on the sensor or that it's um, you know got corrosion inside because the thing's been dunked in salt water and that sort of stuff. So I understand uh, the pitfalls with buying a secondhand SLR. However, if you jump on eBay right now, you just have to have a quick look and you'll see that there are literally thousands of bargain SLRs to be had. Um, and so why would you want an SLR over your phone? The main reason is the sensor size. So the physical size of the sensor, so the thing that captures the light that has the pixels on it, is generally a heck of a lot bigger than what you would find in a phone. So um, the, the sensor inside a phone is absolutely tiny. And the sensor that you will find in most uh, SLR cameras is four to sometimes 16 times bigger, 32 times bigger than what you will find in a phone. And why is that important? It's important for detail. Um, it's important so that when you want to enlarge an image and print it and put it on your wall, um, you've got all that detail in there. 
when you use a phone, anyone will know, if you take a, a nice landscape photo on your phone, which is fine if that's all you've got, if you want to print that any bigger than say an A3 enlargement uh, or a 12 by 18 inch enlargement in the old measure, um, you're going to run into issues with um, resolution, just image quality. And when you use an SLR, a dedicated um, digital camera, and as I say, the, the, like the Nikon D5100 that we're giving away, that's a good 10 years old now, but it has 16 megapixels of resolution spread over a bigger sensor. The issue with compact cameras and some uh, phones, and yes, we are, I am more than aware that there are some phones out there that spruik up to 100 megapixel resolution. Um, this is an absolute joke. There is no camera that can give you, uh, sorry, no phone that can give you better resolution than an SLR, regardless of what how many pixels they tell you it's got. Um, mainly because the pixels get crammed onto the sensor and the pixel array is too tight, um, which leads to big issues with things like noise. And when we're talking about noise, we're talking about the static that you see in darker areas of an image, like an image you see behind me, this area up here. When you zoom right into that in a on a film, uh, sorry, on a phone camera you will start to see a lot of grain um, where the pixels have spoken to each, I call it grain because I'm old, but it's actually noise. So it's a signal to noise ratio where the pixels are um, giving off a static discharge and that gets recorded in the image. Uh, so image quality really falls down uh, if you're not shooting with a bigger censored um, piece of equipment. So an SLR or at a stretch, a compact film camera a compact digital camera that's got um, at least an APS-C size sensor in it. So um, my high recommendation would be to, if you're looking for a secondhand um, SLR, is to look for something that's probably no more than 10 years old. Anything older than that now is gonna be obsolete, hard to get batteries for, impossible to get memory cards for. The other thing about cameras in the last 10 years is they, Pretty much they all switched to SD memory cards about 10 years ago. So um, he says, hoping on it, I've even got an SD card. Yes, I have. So an SD card, which is one of those little guys right there. So that's an SD card. Um, they SD cards have become pretty much the go-to for all um, digital cameras nowadays. So uh, they're still being made. That's the main thing. So if you need memory cards, you can pick up a memory card for an SD, for, for a a digital camera now pretty much anywhere and memory is so cheap so um loads of advantages with if you're looking for a um a secondhand digital camera of, of keeping it under 10 years old and of course if it's less even five years old would be great as well because that's when things like wi-fi started to appear in your phone in your camera why would you want wi-fi well um company the bigger companies like sony Nikon and Canon, uh, Olympus, these guys, the company formerly known as Olympus, I know Cam's listening, um, they introduced Wi-Fi about five years ago. So Wi-Fi is really cool if you want to remotely control your camera, for example. So you put your camera on a tripod, you fire up the Wi-Fi on the camera, you fire up Wi-Fi on your phone, and you fire up an app that is free to download from any of these big companies. And you can fully control your camera wirelessly while it's on a tripod. Lots of advantages there. One, you're not bumping or moving the camera when you're shooting long exposures, so you can trigger the camera. Two, you've got a live screen on your phone. You can literally be, you know, you for example, you might put your camera down by the, you know, on a sturdy tripod down by the waves, 
Nothing worse than in winter of getting the wave washing up over your feet and getting saturated feet. You can back right up and leave your camera out there if you're brave enough uh, and operate your camera via Wi-Fi. But the other big upshot of Wi-Fi is being able to download those photos from the memory card directly to your phone wirelessly. So if you want to uh, do mobile editing using Snapseed or uh, Photoshop Mobile or whatever it's called, uh, it's got a funny name, but I can't remember what it's called, but if you want to edit your photos on the fly uh, directly to your phone, you can send them via Wi-Fi to your phone. And of course, then you can you know, um, share them with friends and family on social media. You can email them to places. You can um, put them on your website and that sort of stuff. So if you can stretch your budget a wee bit, so you, a Wi-Fi based SLR, you can probably pick up between a uh, second hand between five and seven hundred dollars now. Um, these models are like the Nikon D5500 and the 5600. Now, if you can find a Nikon D5600 that was released five years ago, um, absolutely or very, very highly recommended little camera, particularly for landscape. It's very small and compact and it packs a punch. 24 megapixels on that guy, um, Wi-Fi, flip out screen, all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite all-time um, APS-C size censored cameras. Now, when we're talking sensor sizes, APS-C was a very common sensor size. Uh, also, I, th I think I think people called it half frame or something like that. But anyway, APS-C is a um, it was a standard sensor size that came out long before full frame SLRs came out. Uh, of course, full frame means it's got a 35 millimeter on the diagonal sensor built into it, roughly the same size as a piece of film. And uh, so your later models from, for example, Sony that made the Sony A7, which is very exciting when that camera came out about seven or eight years ago now, they're now up to the A7 IV. Full frame cameras, um, they absolutely pack a punch. But getting back to the issue with lenses, um, Nikon, Canon, these guys, there are so many lenses that are just sitting there doing nothing. People are dumping them onto eBay and you can pick up a really high quality lens from these manufacturers for next to nothing. Um, and in fact, some places or some people will be throwing in a lens with their body just to be able to move the, move the lens. Uh, one of the last things I'll say about buying a digital SLR is if you can buy yourself a new battery for it. Generally speaking, the battery, so a battery, a lithium ion battery that comes in these cameras, he says as he gets one out of this camera. So they'll come with their own standalone charger. Um, the, these batteries uh, have a finite number of times you can charge them and discharge them. So, and generally with a lot of use, that's about three to four years, um, sometimes less, two to three years really. What basically happens is you keep charging and discharging the battery, charging, discharging, charging, discharging. And over time, you'll be able to take less and less photos because that, that battery simply won't hold the charge as much. And there's nothing worse than being out in the field, taking photos, you're seeing a beautiful sunset and your camera doesn't work because the battery's flat. Secondhand or spare batteries for these cameras, 30, 40 bucks, do yourself a massive favor and get yourself a newer battery uh, if you're buying a secondhand SLR because, uh, as I say, it's very, very good for, for backup, but also will prolong how much, how many photos per charge you can get out of that camera. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about um, uh, second buying secondhand cameras. If you, as I say, if you are in the market for a secondhand camera, 
and you're looking at a few models, by all means, hit me up in the comments below and I'll do my best to get back to you and let you know exactly what I think of those models that you're looking at. Um, normally in this part of the show, we have a segment we like to call Deer Camp. And this week, of course, we don't have one because you don't even have a cam, but that's fine. If you, if you have a Deer Cam question, uh, same deal, hit us up in the links below, send us an email uh, and we will answer your question. Deer Cam is all about uh, a question that you might have that you can't quite find the answer for or you want an opinion on. We all know Cam's got some opinions and he's happy to share them. Um, if you want uh, Cam to talk about a particular issue, hit us up in the Dear Cam segment. Um, so that's been episode 43. Uh, as I say, I'm, you knew it was going to be short because you saw the time, the, the timestamp. Um, I just would like to mention what's coming up. One huge thing, huge piece of news in my world is that I have now secured a new shop, uh, another shop in Ocean Grove. So I am relocating my shop in the next four weeks from one area to another. The new shop, for those of you who know me in Ocean Grove, uh, the new shop is only 110 metres away. So it's very, very close by. So it's going to be pretty easy to move. But I'm really excited about that. It's an opportunity to turn over a new leaf, freshen the joint up a bit, um, we're going to have a lot of my photos on display at the new shop, which will be fantastic. I'm very excited about that. Um, and we're also looking for a better space to run workshops. Uh, there's also a very slight chance that we might even be able to um, establish ourselves a bit of a portrait studio there as well, but we shall see. Um, so the last word, don't forget to tag yourself. Don't forget to uh, give us a comment or tag a friend who might be keen to win themselves a Nikon D5100 with a Sigma 10 to 20 lens, which was my old camera. We want to see that go to a new home. Um, hopefully, well, I know he will be. Cam will be back next week for episode 44, but that has been episode 43 of the Down South Photo Show. We will see you next week. Cheerio. <laughs>